Al Anderson Afternoons, the podcast. From Connexus Counseling, Carolyn Klassen. Carolyn, good afternoon. Hey, Hal, how are you? I am good. Thank you for asking. Um, oh, come on. Who am I kidding? <laughs> you know, it, you, <laughs> I, I just want people to, and I know everybody has their own challenges right now, and we're going to talk about challenges uh, here, Carolyn. Um mm-hmm. You know, it is somewhat challenging doing this from home. I'm not complaining. I'm blessed to be working. Uh, I'm blessed to be able to do it at home with Jackie and Hershey. And I read text messages from people. I see emails from listeners. I'm on social media a lot, as I know you are, Carolyn. And I have been brought to tears on multiple occasions by some of the struggles that people are dealing with through this. Isn't that true? Um, the, the sacrifice that people are making to maintain social distance um, is really compelling and actually really heartbreaking. Um, I hear stories and I read stories every day of things that just, they're, they're just so, so hard. Yeah. I, uh, really, and, and, and we're heading into uh, Easter weekend for many people, a time when we would normally gather, and you talk all the time about how we're wired for connection, right? That that uh, weekends like this are important uh, for so many true. families to get together, and we, we can't do that. I mean, families in a household, uh, you know, a husband, a wife, and kids may have a celebration, but you're not going to have 10 or 15 family members in one home celebrating Easter. And it's just that time of year where when Easter's coming, we know what happens, right? We had our family, we had one family gathering on Friday and another one on Sunday. We had it all figured out. Uh, And now, like, our bodies just know this is Easter. We get together with our people, and it's a chance to catch up. Some of us haven't caught up with some of those people since Christmas, and now those are all cancelled, and that's just one more. It's a loss, really, and I think we have to recognize how much grief is really a part of this, and grief involves feeling that loss, feeling kind of lost when you don't have the usual things happening, and then also this longing for the way we wish things could be, that those are all, that loss, longing, and loss are all a part of um, of feeling the grief of this time. You know, it's funny. I hadn't thought about the emotions or some of the emotions that I'm dealing with right now as grief. But you're right. It, we are grieving the things that we've lost, the things we can't do. Yes, and I think we have to recognize and give ourselves permission to feel that grief. Uh, And I think a lot of people are saying, well, you know, I have my kids at home or I have this or I have that and other people have it so much worse. And there's this comparison that says I have to feel sorry for other people, but I don't, there's not, people don't give themselves permission to grieve what they've lost. I don't think there's a single Manitoban who hasn't lost something big and hard and meaningful to them. And I think Compassion um, isn't a pizza where there's only a limited number of pieces. It's limitless. And so I think it's important for us to extend compassion. I'm attending a wedding on Saturday from a parking lot, loudspeakers in a car. There's only 10 people allowed in the church. Is that a source of grief for them? Absolutely. Um, Family gatherings are a loss. Um, Some of this, there's just so much loss. And as we can allow ourselves to grieve, that I can grieve mine, I can also grieve theirs. We can all grieve together. Um, And when we grieve together, there's this collective um, togetherness that we have where we recognize that we're doing something hard together and that we've all lost something. Um, And we can be there for each other in a powerful way, I think. 
you know, I'm, uh, I have gratitude. I played a new song. By the way, there's a new song from Jewel. You and I talk a little about gratitude, Carolyn. Go and check out a new song called Gratitude by Jewel. She just dropped okay. the song, and it's a great song, and I played a little bit of it uh, the other day, yesterday maybe. <laughs> the days all just, I said this <laughs> earlier, but the days all just go together, right? I have to remind myself uh, what uh, what day it is. But um, speaking of gratitude, I, I told you I'm grateful to be you know here and, and doing this. Um, and so many people are doing... <sighs> Little things and big things, right? Like I was talking about one multimillionaire, maybe he was a billionaire, I can't remember, giving a third, a third of his um, uh, fortune to COVID-19 research. That's an example of a big thing. I was just reading about this, Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry paid for all the groceries for seniors at 44 stores in Atlanta. He did the same thing in Louisiana, and, of course, uh, Tyler Perry has become well-known for doing stuff like this. He just gave a $21,000 in tips to workers at an Atlanta restaurant while picking up takeout. Um, he's paid for everybody's layaways at Christmas time. And, you know, it's great seeing people that can afford to do stuff like that doing it. But the little things matter, I think, in some ways so much more, don't they? Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, I got a thank you email this morning from somebody, um, and the thank you was something that I was grateful for, right? I kind of stuck my neck out, and I said, I think this is important. And somebody said, thank you for sticking your neck out. I really appreciate that. And it was, you know, when somebody troubles themselves to do little things, that, that is often the little things that get us through days like this. And um, if I can just remind your listeners to, to notice those moments and to kind of take this mental snapshot that at the end of the day you can say, what was my day like? And you can remember those moments of beauty and goodness. Um, I think that that's beautiful. And to know that when you do something for somebody else, you provide them with a moment of beauty. We cling to those moments of beauty now in a way that I think we sometimes have taken for granted, but this now these are like little little beautiful pearls in our life that we want to just treasure and hold up and revel in because we need those like we never have before. I had you on the other day for a special early week appearance, Carolyn, and you talked about skin hunger, something that you posted about on social media, and you've got a follow-up on that for us. Yes, um, I'm a lifelong learner, and um, we had talked about skin hunger, how we are all... We all need to be touched, um, that there's this thing about skin-to-skin contact that relaxes us, that reduces stress, and that is important and vital to all of us. And we talked about the dilemma for many people that um, are, live on their own, and part of social isolation means that they're not touching anybody at all, and we sort of commiserated about how difficult that was. And then one of my colleagues sent me um, some information from Dr. Hillary McBride, who is a therapist that works out of BC, and what she, she talked about some research that I wasn't aware of. And so I now know something that I wanted to pass on to your listeners to say that our brains um, recognize skin to skin touch is really important. Um, What what apparently, and I didn't know this until somebody uh, turned me on to this research, is that our brains recognize that when we touch ourselves kindly and tenderly, that that has the same effect on our brain, or almost the same effect on our brain as when somebody else is touching us. So you know that effect when you're, you often see newborn babies being passed around. Everybody likes a good cuddle because they just feel better after they've held this newborn child that we can give ourselves that same feeling by 
say, for hugging ourselves or giving ourselves a foot massage, putting our hands gently on the side of our face and feeling that skin, the skin of our hands on the, on the side of our cheeks. And that often when we think about people touching themselves, it brings up other images. And so people don't talk about the value of it because of what people are thinking about. But I'm not, this is not sexual. This is just about tender, kind skin-to-skin touch that if we can't get that from other people, if we can mindfully give it to ourselves, it's a good thing. Hey, and I appreciate you passing that on to us. Uh, And I I get that. I I understand that. And as we self-isolate right now, and and we aren't able to uh, have that sort of touching with others, uh, if this gets us through it, then, hey, great great bit of advice, and uh, hopefully people can use that. Also, uh, Connexus Counseling on your Facebook page, you um, have uh, got a post there that has been shared a lot. Um, Talk about that. Tell us about that. So I just put this up last night, um, and it was a picture of a mom and a son, and I just put on the poster, it said, Parents, this is beyond hard. And I said, I don't know how you're doing it, that there are lots of people out there that um, have been assigned to work from home, and so they're trying to work at their desks on their phones with Zoom meetings on their computers, trying to get things done. Well, they also have smaller school-aged children that are home because they can't go to daycare, they can't go to school, and they're also expected to figure out how to entertain these children or even educate them using their technology or provide lessons for them. Um, And I think if you do the math, it just does not add up. What we expect of these parents is not something that's realistic. And I was listening um, where one human resource professional said, can you work, you know, help your managers figure out to maybe say to the employees, well, after don't expect them to get too much productivity done during the day because they're with their kids, but after they tuck their kids into bed, then they can work from 8 to 10. And under regular circumstances, I think that makes some sense. I've certainly done work in the evenings at times, but I don't know about you, but I'm done by 8 o'clock these days, <laughs> yes. right? Yeah. The, stress, the stress of COVID is reducing our bandwidth, um, and so what I'm capable of in a day is less now than it was six weeks ago, and I suspect it'll be, my, my productivity will go back up to normal after this pandemic is over. But right now, we are all just feeling it. We need extra rest. We need extra downtime. Um, and we also need to recognize that as we're doing things on Zoom and we're trying to figure out new technology and we're trying to work from home, it all takes more energy. And the kids are more stressed. They need more energy. They need more parenting, they need more cuddles, they need more books read to them, they need more quiet cuddle time. We need to recognize that there is not enough of working parents' day to go around, and I think we need to empower those parents to be able to articulate for themselves what is doable and what is not a doable, because they were trying to do it for, you know, the week before spring break, and they could kind of do it for a week, but this is not sustainable, and now we need to figure out a pattern that can be sustained by these parents where they need to figure out um, and give themselves permission to figure out what can be dropped, um, what is necessary, and then how to make sure that they get through this. Because right now, they can't even ask grandparents to pitch in and help out because grandparents need to maintain distance, right? It's killing grandparents to be that far away. That's the comments on my blog is grandparents would love to help, but they can't. And so that just leaves the whole burden of everything on the frontline parents. And they can't do that. We need to figure out how to just say, it's okay. Just do what you can do. And, and not even the max that you can do. Make sure you get a good night's sleep tonight so you're ready for your kids, your needy kids tomorrow morning.
Yeah, and who knows how long this is going to go on? Like we don't. That's the that's the hard part. If there was an end date, right? If we said, well, I've only got to get through three more days or another week of this or whatever, I think that's something that we can manage. But when we don't know, there's that big question mark, right? We we don't know. And and I uh, people that listen to my show on a regular basis understand. I think that when I share with you what's going on with me, I'm not necessarily complaining. I'm kind of letting you into my world. I'm taking you behind the velvet rope just to kind of say, hey, here are the challenges. I had one gentleman. I'll just give you an example. I say, hey, it's Hal at the home studio. And one gentleman uh, texted in or emailed me, I guess, and he said, uh, you know, are you flaunting the fact that you got a studio at home? Well, it's, it's a second, it's my office, it's a second bedroom, and I've got some foam on the wall and a microphone. Like, it's not, you know, like it's a, <laughs> I said, I'm just saying that, not to brag, I'm saying that to let people know out there who are at home, maybe they've lost their job or they're working from home, hopefully, and taking care of kids and everything else. I'm letting them know that I'm in it with them. I'm doing the same thing, right? That's why I do it, and I I tell people what's going on with me so that they can go, hey, Hal's having a tougher day today, too, just like me. I don't know how people are doing it. I have no kids. I've got a dog. I've got a 16-year-old senior dog, and I've got a wife, and they would both rather not have me at home right now. Um, (laughs) So I don't know how parents are dealing with kids and working from home and all the other stuff. I I just, my, I salute you. It's incredible what people are dealing with right now. It's, it's, it's unbelievable the burden that people are facing and trying their best to do. And I think women in particular have to find a way of often if we, there's this code at work that says, if I have to compromise my work because of my kids, my chances for future promotions will be limited or you'll see me putting my family first and not my career and you're going to ding me for it. And I think we have to recognize that this situation is unprecedented, that there are times when kids are going to come first because there's no place else for them to go and they need their parents. And so as we can, as managers can say to their their employees who are parenting, I, I understand this, this doesn't work against you, this is an extraordinary, exceptional time, I know who you are, go be with your children, do what you can and we'll figure it out later. That's a tremendous act of grace. And how I know you're a little bit like a duck where you look calm on top. I get a sense from the emails that you and I exchange in the morning that there's a lot of furious paddling underneath with stuff going back. It would be so much more convenient for you to be at the studio, right? And you being at home, you're making it work, but it's not easier. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, and I really feel like uh, you know, and I I described you earlier as uh, you know our breath of fresh air today, Carolyn Classic, because I think we all need to take a deep breath once in a while. And I always feel better after I talk to you, Carolyn. And the listeners feel the same way. I just got a, a bunch came in now. I'll just share with you a couple of text messages here as we wrap up. Um, Cam says, "Not my Cam." Cam, a, a listener says, "Wow, bingo." Uh, Carolyn is dead on. It's exactly what she's saying. Uh, Diana pointed out, by the way, that song by Jewel is not called Gratitude. It's called Grateful. All right, so just to clarify Uh, that. And then another one here, and I'll just read this quickly. How um, people right now are lonely and missing the holiday of Easter. I spend every uh, Easter, Thanksgiving, and birthdays by myself. I just spent my 60th birthday by myself. Um, And it goes on. And, And, you know, there's so many people... And then he goes on to, you know, wish me the best and for, for Easter. So, yeah, everybody is dealing with one challenge or many challenges. We're all 
getting through the, and they keep saying, you know, we'll get through this together, but I really believe that is how we will get through this together, whether it's you spend 10 or 15 minutes listening to me and Carolyn talk, or whether you're helping somebody or allowing somebody to help you, we will get through this together. If there's one silver lining to all of this, I think it's this recognition that people can just feel how important we are to each other and how much we miss and how good it's going to be to be close again, but even how in this time of social distance as we are able to reach out to each other, um, even the person that said uh, they celebrate their 60th birthday alone, they reached out to you to share that, and there's another listener who is just as lonely and felt like somebody was with them in that moment when they understand what that's like to celebrate times like that on their own. And so that person, when they share, they bring somebody else in and help them feel less lonely. I think that's beautiful. Carolyn, happy Easter. Thanks for this. Take care. Love you. Carolyn Classen, love you too. Carolyn Classen from Conexus Counseling, conexuscounseling.ca, or go and check out the Conexus Counseling Facebook page uh, if you want to see some of Carolyn's stuff there as well. So we've been telling you today about this really exciting partnership between us here at Global News and Amazon Prime. And joining us now on the phone to chat with us about it, our Vice President of National and Network News at Global News, Kenton Boston. Kenton, good afternoon. Hal, how are you? It's good to hear your voice. I am excellent. I'm glad you're hearing my voice. This is exciting stuff. I was, uh, I'm was i a recent subscriber. I signed up just within the past week to Amazon Prime. And the other night, I went, what's this? And I see global news there. People can now get 24-7 global news coverage on Amazon Prime. It's phenomenal, isn't it? We're, we're so proud of, of what we've accomplished uh, so far. And uh, certainly at a time when all of us are searching for answers, uh, all of us just you know, trying to figure out what happens next, not only from a news perspective that takes a, a great deal of my time, but from a, from a living perspective and how do we adjust and what is life going to look like. So certainly, um, uh, you know, what we've been able to accomplish through the global news system to get to the point of launching this app, we just launched, you know, uh, in February, and it really came out of an idea that said, hey, maybe there's going to be an audience for a group of people, of uh, people that may never turn on a television anymore, but are still interested in news and local news. Uh, we launched this app, part of the Global TV app originally. Uh, Amazon saw it. Uh, we're the only game in town in Canada that has a, a news stream. Uh, we have a national stream. We have local streams. We're the only uh, entity in Canada that provides uh, a streaming news service. Uh, Amazon saw it and uh, reached out to us, which was, uh, which was quite flattering. Um, not only because of our technology, but to see uh, you know a tech giant like Amazon realize our technology and what we're able to do with it to provide people with local news. Uh, it's been really amazing. We're really proud of the team across the country. Well, and you mentioned the team, and, and that's the way I've been describing this too. I'm not patting myself or any of us here on the back, but it is so uh, incredible to be a part of the global news team. And, you know, for Amazon to see what we're doing and appreciate what we're doing and say, hey, this is important. We need to get this to our people. That says a lot about the hard work by this team, right, Kenton, led by you. 
Yeah, well, yeah, thank you. And it's, uh, you know, all of us are leaders in our own in our own right, Hal, and uh, you, you, of all people, are aware of that with your long history at OB in Winnipeg. You know, our philosophy is really we're only as strong as the communities and the people we serve, and we spend a lot of time making sure that, you know, we not only have the journalism right, but we're reflecting the communities that we're a part of. And certainly, you know, all of the warnings and all of the issues that come out across the country from the provinces and the various health departments across the country that are trying to keep us safe, uh, we've really worked hard to make sure we're reflecting the conversation that is happening. Um, but we're reflecting it from a community perspective, and we're really focused to make sure that that continues to be our focus. Certainly, we do national news. We make sure the prime minister is there and the details that cover us from our borders and the high-level position um, that we're getting the direction from, from the federal government. But for us, it's really important that people listening to us, watching us, and reading us online feel that we're a part of their everyday community and that it's not just the news. It's the weather, the traffic, the blue bombers when they come back. Uh, And that's really been been our game plan to make sure that we're relevant to the communities. We're having conversations right now on our website, Global News you'll soon see listings that says, if I can't go to church or speak to my local group or uh, the Lions Club or pick your charity, maybe you can come to globalnews.ca and be linked through to those types of organizations. So we really become a repository of information for your local community, for Winnipeg, and that's really important to us. Uh, I'm glad you mentioned community because, as you know, I'm, I'm a big community guy in this community. And that's one of the exciting things, one of the things that I'm most proud about uh, with Global News is right across the country, you've continued to do that local programming. You've continued to cover the local news conferences and the local COVID-19 measures and developments in the various markets. Yes, right across the country as well. Uh, you know, for example, on Global National with Donna Friesen every night, a Manitoban, by the way. But in every market, that local story continues to be really important to us at Global and you at Global Headquarters. Absolutely, it does. At the end of the day, you and I can go online, we can read news or entertainment news from you know, anywhere around the world, and we always come back that says, yes, you can, but where do you live? You go out your door every day, and you go to the local grocery store, you go to the local YMCA or uh, club to work out, and you live locally, and that's certainly been uh, our viewpoint that the local entity that drives us is going to be key going forward. And certainly in Winnipeg with the great uh, legacy that you have at CGOB is a great example of how important local can be. You guys have been number one for so many years there because you, you, Kurt, you are that local driver of information. You are the go-to source. And so we're really proud of what you do with CGOB. And, and that's really our philosophy going across the country. I might just add, uh, we are launching a, a network prime time show that, again, is really built from a local perspective. Uh, Donna Friesen, fantastic anchor, really proud of Donna and what she's doing for us on, on Global News. Uh, every Sunday night at uh, 7 o'clock, uh, 7 p.m. Uh, in Winnipeg this Sunday, you'll see Donna with some stories that really try to punch through the noise, um, the bandwidth of information, the crush of information that we have of late. We're really trying to uh, put a program together that helps all of us understand not only the details, but puts it in a way that helps us understand understand what is next. What is life going to look like as best as we can determine today? Because I think it's really important to celebrate the Canadian spirit. It's easy to get uh, feeling really down and question where we're going as a society, but we know there are great things that Canadians from our markets across the country are doing, and that's going to be a big focus of this program on Sundays. 
Ken, really appreciate your leadership. Thank you very much, and stay safe. Thanks, Al. Take care, and all the best. Kenton Boston, he is our Vice President of National and Network News at Global News. And again, I'll just tell you, 24-7 Global News now available on Amazon Prime. And by the way, you can sign up for free. Check it out for free. Amazon.ca slash sign up. Amazon.ca slash sign up. Try it out for free. I think you're going to like it, as I said to Kenton. Uh, I signed up for Amazon Prime in the last week, and we love it. We're checking out a bunch of shows on there. And now you can check out 24-7 Global News. Again, Amazon.ca slash sign up. Al Anderson Afternoons, the podcast, is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere you find your favorite podcasts.